Yo, it's M.A. Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast. Welcome. Today, fun fact, I've done this intro. This is the second time I'm doing this intro. So I'm going to try and... No, I'm not going to try and replicate how I did the first one. It's not going to be as cool. So just, you know, enjoy this intro. Today was a good day. I rested today. I'm happy. So this this episode should be good. Today, we're talking about the infamous Andrew Tate. And I'm a fanboy. I'm in love with him. I'd be gay for him. After this episode, I'm going to post on my Twitter that I love Andrew Tate. And if I were to be gay, I would simp for him. People should come and beat me. But sadly, you cannot beat me. So I have a guest today on my podcast. And introduce yourself. Uh, okay, so my full name, uh, government name is Kenneth Olajide. But everyone knows me as Kenzo. Closer to your mouth. Yeah. Oh, See, sorry. I'm going to make. I remember the last last time I had a guest. You guys were here that episode, and my guest was like, "I need to tell people to do stuff. I believe your episode needs to sound more more authentic. If they're mistaken, blah blah blah." So yes, I'm not going to edit this out. So if I tell my guest to put the mic closer to their mouth, this is just know that this is my attempt at being more authentic by you know not seeming as perfect, even though I'm a perfectionist. So yes, so Kenzo, yes. what's your what's your government name? Please tell us again. Um, Kenneth. Kenneth. I'm not really a fan of the name. Yes, because people don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> exactly. Shame on you people that don't know how to pronounce his name. It's Kenneth. I don't know how you people. Is he only me that knows English? All of you are very mad. So today we're talking about Andrew Tate. So first glance, what's the first thing that comes to your mind when you hear that name? You 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 hear things like is a misogynist, it's toxic. Let's just leave it as it's toxic. He is toxic. Is he not? That's something I would say not true like i'm not i'm not a fanboy like you or anything mm-hmm. like that but i would say people don't like his delivery doesn't mean he's toxic um you know th- you know the way human beings are and this i'm saying this based off of my own perception is what i've seen about andrew tate and i've decided to you know close my mind off of this fact is that he t- he says the truth he doesn't cap like he tells people you know what it is how life is he'll tell you the reality but he's going to say it in such a way that you know pisses you off exactly so i think that's what people can't i think that's what people struggle to to comprehend the fact that he says the truth but he has said it in such a way that it's annoying or it's toxic or it's, it's misogynistic so why would i agree with him but he's saying the truth say okay like for example there are people that say the same thing is saying but the delivery is like way different i don't know if you know about them jordan peterson no, I don't. Okay, so it's basically like um, you could call him a therapist, mm-hmm. a sociologist, basically. And he says like similar things that Andrew says, but he doesn't. He don't. He, he has tried like they tried to get him cancelled as well, but not as aggressive as it is for Tate, like in recent times. Like what? Yeah, saying. yes, now because Andrew Tate is is actively, you know, trying to go against you know. Uh, the, what they call it, the matrix mm-hmm. I, I can barely what even is that like I, I get the general idea but like in your definition what would you tell me the matrix is um i'll label the matrix as negative energy manipulation to create like a new world order 
but th- th- that has always been there like that has always been you know if, if that's yeah. the case then the matrix has always been you know an entity or in, that has been in existence yeah it does actually so then how come he's the one who is you know also glorious and then he's trying to you know call out the matrix and you know you know make people aware that yo we're basically living a life that you know this new world order wants us to live i think the interesting thing about everything that's going on right now is he has been saying a lot of things but i think what probably pissed the matrix off would be when he started talking about covid this is like me personally i feel like this is where they probably got like pissed off where he's talking about how how many people did you personally see collapse on the street like he knows he's not saying that covid is not a disease like a real disease but Uh he's actually saying that the whole thing is basically orchestrated and i I feel like i personally feel like that's where the whole um personal attack started from because he he's finding a way to call out the matrix for attempting as you know somewhat of a cleansing of the world by using covid as as a um, you know as sort of like a distraction mm-hmm. and then you know people dying which is a cleansing have there, this is i i had a conversation with someone yesterday and we're talking about endgame you know you you've watched endgame yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. marvel and basically what thanos did i'm a fan of thanos it's just weird because i'm a fan of andrew Thanos. i'm a fan of thanos people don't people think emmanuel is the villain but then again all villains are misunderstood i'm not going to call them misunderstood call them misunderstood villains all villains are misunderstood so but i'm a fan of thanos and i saw you know i saw logic in what thanos did because quite frankly if i'm going to have the ability to kill people not in that no i'm using that word very heavily if i'm going to have the ability to cut the world population in half in a fair way i would do that because it's something that would still happen or something that's already happening but it's going to happen in such a way that, you know, the people who are the elites in the society are going to have a say who gets to live and who gets to die. But when Thanos did it, it was like just 50%. Rich, poor, black, white, young, old, 50%. They all die. So it was more fair. So basically what Thanos did was morally wrong, but at the same time was right because it will happen. Like it's inevitable, but he's doing it in a morally, somewhat arguably moral, morally right way because it's better for him to do it than for the rich people. I think that's kind of like where Andrew Tate stands in this situation. Because yes, he is bad or he might have negative traits or he might be annoying or he might be toxic or sometimes make misogynistic um, comments, but he's actually telling us the truth. Yeah, he's telling us in a way that is pissing off the people who would still do these negative things to us, but in their own way. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, um, the truth itself is hard to hear. Yes, definitely. Imagine someone telling you as blunt as they can. Yeah, in a way that you don't even like. And then in this uh, modern day um, that we are in, where we have modern day feminists that feel like all men are. So hearing all those things coming from a man is not even like... It's like yeah, it's, it's 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 counterintuitive. Exactly, it's like a trigger, basically. So it keeps getting yes, and, worse. You know, definitely it goes against. If we're talking feminism. It goes against what contemporary feminism preaches because I've seen people who would tell you that arguably Andrew Tate is, you know, um, um, you know, giving men or raising awareness for men's right or men's mental health. This is something that this is a very bold statement, but this is something that contemporary feminism, you know, tends to throw away, like. I posted f- good today. I posted something on my status because I saw a video that someone um, post, um, shared on her Instagram, and it was about how the dude was taking her out or whatever. So I, in my in my opinion, I asked on my status, I said, 
I'm always seeing girls saying how they want to be treated. I'm always seeing girls saying, I want, I want my man to do this for me. I want my man to do that for me. I rarely ever see men saying, I want my girl to do this for me. I want my girl. Why? Why is it just women, women, women? What happened to us men? And I asked myself, I was like, yo, are we, well, us men, I, I say it collectively because I'm also guilty of that. I don't actually ask, like, because I, I said it clearly that I don't care because I'll take care of my girl. So I don't ask, but us men, what do we want? Why don't we get a say in how we want to be treated? Why is it just the women? So I ask this on my status. So contemporary feminism would definitely hate Andrew Tate mm -hmm. because he's making men aware that, yo, we are men. We are also human beings. So we deserve whatever we're giving to these women. Exactly. Like the whole thing is just double standard to me. And it's quite funny because every, every lady wants to be treated like a queen. Yeah. But you have to put into that fact that you also have to treat him like a king. I was um, having a conversation with a friend of mine. I call her Jay. And we were talking about... Hi, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about how... Just random stuff. And then the whole thing about how a guy wouldn't want you to have male friends around. That kind of thing. Like, if he's your guy, he's not really comfortable with you having male friends like a lot of them around mm -hmm. and then she's not like um she didn't necessarily say is him being toxic or being controlling i told her that yo is not him being controlling or anything it's just him putting standards that is a standard you all put oh i want the guy to have to make this so 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 amount of money i want yeah. him to be tall i want him to be this i want to be that guys don't yo a guy would date a fat chick an ugly chick who still treat you like all they ask is basically just loyalty and respect That's yeah it. yeah I feel and when they call those standards they feel like they're being controlling or being manipulative or being toxic that's funny because men who set these standards this this also draws me to the fact i i, I don't there's this girl who apparently she and andrew tate had a thing and then and when someone asked her if she would get back to andrew tate she started off by saying oh he's this he's that all the negatives and then she thought about it and was like but i would take him again because he's this then she started stating the positives now it's drawing me to the fact that or the singular statement that people make where they say that girls are attracted to bad boys because personally if for example i'm someone who has a lot of female friends and you know i'm saying this statement very loosely not because i would do it in a very toxic way or whatever but I have a lot of female friends. I will not control how many male friends you have in your life. If you want to cheat on me, go ahead. I've been cheated on in the past. I didn't die. <laughs> so if it happens again, good and fine. I'm not going to set up and be like, you can't have male friends, whatever. It's up to you to actually do these standards. But when I do my own back, don't complain. Because I would do it back. And what's, what's, what's worse is I would do it in a very, very unknowing way. Like it's almost subconsciously. Like I would retaliate and I wouldn't even know. Mm. I would classify myself as a bad boy. And apparently, people say that g girls are more uh, girls are more attracted to bad boys. Mm -hmm. Andrew Tate is a bad boy, so th that's why we can see that a lot of females are actually supporting him. Yeah, which is funny because you, know, you you just saw I had a I, I just got a, got off a call with someone and I told her I was I was about to record an episode on Andrew Tate, and then she was telling me that uh, he had a troubled childhood. Okay, I didn't even know how to respond to that statement, but okay. And I gave an example. It's the same way you guys are going to put something on the internet and someone can translate it as you having a troubled childhood. And then she goes like, oh no, but it's how I'm feeling. He's saying how he feels. He's saying what he knows. Mm -hmm. So why does his case have to be because he had a troubled childhood? You know, so these double stands are actually very apparent. Mm -hmm. And you know, like I would say, Andrew Tate is a misunderstood villain. But then again, all villains are misunderstood as one of my lovely people would say. So yes, but I'm a fan. You know, I'm not going to fixate on, I'm going to pick out 
what is good from whatever he says, like the reality of our society. Mm-hmm. And the, however he says it, I don't really care. I think that's what people need to understand. You shouldn't be upset with how he delivers what he says. Just take out what is important and then leave. Because exactly. he's not going to hurt you. He's just telling you. I mean, if he comes and he, be, and, and he says something like, if you're poor, you're a fool. It's triggering. It's an annoying statement because if you don't have money, you're going to be like, why is he calling me a fool? Because he have money. But the point is, you're poor. Mm-hmm. Find a way to become rich because he's he's literally telling you if you go through his stuff, he'll tell you how to make money, mm-hmm. or he'll teach you what to do. He'll teach you what to avoid. But people would choose to ignore all of this and then go to the negatives and be like, oh, he's saying this, he's saying that, he's toxic, he's misogynistic. Yes, good and fine. Everybody makes misogynistic comment. It's just yeah. a level of severity or a level of intensity because you can't tell me that you know I'm perfect. Oh, sorry, you can't tell me that you know. I am not perfect, but you are. You can't tell me that, oh, this, what I said now is wrong, when pretty sure what you're going to say in the future, what you've said in the past, is also wrong or will be wrong. Because yeah. we both share the same things. It's just a matter of uh, uh, perception. Yeah, honestly, I really like the fact that you've said this, because honestly, this is basically it for me. Like, we need to dive into a little bit of what does he say? I feel like people are just going with the trend. Because people are people are looking at surface level information. Exactly. Like like you're gonna see someone say something and you're gonna translate it literally, and then it will to hurt you. But if you actually take your time to read and understand what a person is saying, mm-hmm. remove the unnecessary nitty gritties of that statement, and actually understand what a person is telling you. That's that's the kind of person Andrew Tate is going to say. And recently he converted to Islam, which is something I want to do. I want to convert to Islam. It's a funny thing, if my mom and my family listens to this podcast, they're going to be like, oh, Emmanuel, I started it again. But it's true. I want to convert to Islam. He converted to Islam and they're like, wow, if I idolize him, I'm going to follow his steps. <laughs> so imagine me saying I want to go bald. Oh, yes, I do want to go bald, not because of Andrew Tate, but now that I remembered, I'm going to go bald because I'm following Andrew Tate's, <laughs> Andrew Tate's footsteps. Okay, like for me, that's a little bit different because like I said from the beginning of the podcast, I'm not so fanboy like you mm-hmm. i just like but you understand like the reality understand of what he's saying exactly i understand the grand scheme of things and the things that i do agree with him is when he's talking about things like gender roles mm-hmm. like a lot of people are living in a delusional mindset where they feel like a man can act like a woman and a woman can act like a man and they would be they would like, coexist exactly like it doesn't even happen there are organizations where men, just men, there are still rules. Like organizations, whether it's a workplace, that everybody, you just, we can't, it, it makes reference to a lot of like chess games and stuff. Yeah. It explains a lot of things. We can't all be the king. We can't all be the, yeah, I, I we feel. can't all be the bishop. So in a situation where you have a pawn trying to be a king, it sort of like messes the entire thing up. Yeah, exactly. I understand that. Yeah, so like just pick the positive things not necessarily saying um, the things he's saying are negative. Like I said, it's just the li- delivery. If you really listen to the things he says, just pick what is applicable to you or what's more important to you. I want to point out that the things he do talk about is how men can remember to be like their standards. Basically, he talks about gender roles. He, talk- he actually talks about how a man should protect a woman yes yes and something that i found very um something that i found very very as a good attribute is he actually understands the value of a woman oftentimes we see him talk about how he appreciates women Mm -hmm. how women are so important now and how women should be you know should be treated because yes he would say stuff about men's mental health and telling men to value themselves more but he also you know reminds men that 
in all things they should remember that they are the more masculine ones and that these women are meant to be protected mm -hmm. and not so women would translate that as being oh he's indirectly saying we're not equals yeah but it's the truth <laughs> the last i had an episode where i i uh, we talked about misogyny and you know what i did tell her was it will be difficult to achieve your cause because the singular fact that biologically we're not built the same this is something that is constantly ringing in people's heads we're not built the same so how am i supposed to consider you equal to me mm -hmm. so people would translate a lot of what andrew tate says and be like he's indirectly saying women and male can never be equal blah 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 and that would offend him when in reality he's saying okay we're not equals but i'm going to take care of you yeah because that's that's how it is supposed to be yeah it's just that i think probably things that have happened in the past and the the you know the the bad traits of our gender has maybe ruined perception of human beings in general to not even appreciate you know what he's trying to say but andrew tate oftentimes appreciates women and he says you know he understands the value of a woman no. he said it himself that he treats women and now that he's in jail for sexual trafficking uh, uh you know charges which luckily will be dropped because the people they've brought to to claim that you know we're part of that you know circle has you know disproved all those claims yeah so we need to like talk about this a little bit because people are uh like i study mass communication mm -hmm. i recently just got my bsc for mass communication and there's something my lecturer said that that really stood out to me it says whoever controls the narrative um sorry whoever controls the media controls yeah. the narrative you don't just go with everything you you hear yeah i personally don't feel like is that i don't know him personally we don't know each other but i don't think it's that stupid to do the things they say is doing yeah. and let's really think about it the metric comes for people in three different ways like three patterns i've noticed the first try to discredit you by cancelling you mm -hmm. then they come for you in terms of they want to jail you like what we are seeing now. yeah and lastly they come so for your life you. yeah, yeah. try to kill you so that's basically what we are seeing right now why would you go as far to do these three things to somebody that is irrelevant or yes exactly it reminds me of a quote it says if you cut off the man, the tongue of a man it means you're not scared you know of sorry it doesn't make you how does it go basically if you cut off the tongue of a man it means you're scared of what the man has to say mm -hmm. so that that's literally what goes on with andrew tate so why are they trying so hard you know to shut him up what what does he know that they don't want him to you know to to say to the outside world so definitely i do i do i do understand the media controls the narrative and if you're not you know walking in line with them they're going to try their very hardest to you know push you aside or sideline you because mm -hmm. that's definitely what's, what's going on with him so anyways i think uh yeah I, I i am a fan of andrew tate if anyone is is uh wondering or curious if in case i haven't already made that clear before if you want to stop listening to my podcast well you can go ahead i guess <laughs> but yes anyways i this episode was actually quite entertaining i hope you guys really enjoyed it uh where can we reach you kenzo instagram where where are we Twitter? um so, yeah you can I have a new Instagram account. The last one got hacked. So yes, you can reach me on Instagram, Discord. Um, oh, you're on Discord as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, All right. So Instagram, what's your handle? Um, it's Kenzo dot Lee underscore Kenzo Lee. underscore Lee. So I'm going to put that in the bio, and you have Twitter as well. Yeah, I do. I do. I'll put that as well in the bio. So I really hope you guys enjoy this podcast. If you have any questions and/or suggestions. Feel free to hit me up on Instagram at official Amy Drake, sending all love and life philosophers. Peace.